Hello and welcome to In a Spiritual Sense, where we discuss all things spiritual, from growing your intuition, speaking with spirit guides, diving into past lives, the paranormal, and more. Join me, Stacey Piagno, where we work to bridge the gap between science and spirit. Also, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, In a Spiritual Sense, where you can catch full-length videos of each episode. And if you hit that subscribe button, it helps support the channel and you'll be notified of new content as it posts. Hello and welcome back to another episode of In a Spiritual Sense. I'm your host, Stacey Piagno, and we're going to jump right into it because today's episode is going to be a little raw. You see, I recently read something that kind of hurt my feelings and It was basically something where I internalized someone else's opinion in which I fit this stereotype for something that I don't think represents me. And I found myself confused on how to feel. And basically without getting into it too much, it has to do with us as a society creating division between one another because of the reactions that we have due to our traumas. And having this balance between finding our voices and creating unity and the duality between being individuals, yet all being one. And so I couldn't sleep and I woke up around 3am and started to write as a way to clear my mind and organize my thoughts in the hopes of releasing this energy that I was holding on to and confused by. And since the show is in part for me to find my voice and express myself, I wanted to share my thoughts on something that I was stumped by. So at three in the morning, I write, do we deepen our trauma by speaking about it? I recently became aware of a new painful story within myself, as many of you have yours. And yes, I believe we can only release our trauma by being aware of these stories, but does continuously speaking about our story of trauma result in us holding on to the trauma itself? Although our intent in sharing may be to heal, holding on to this trauma will not add healing to the world nor to ourselves. I find confusion in wanting people to share the awareness of their pain in hopes of preventing it in the future. But speaking of our trauma should come with great caution as we are adding weight and matter to the story itself, the trauma itself. How do we move forward without holding on to our story? Is hearing our story needed to change future stories from happening? Or is it the story itself that will continue to create reactions of more opposing stories? Perhaps a balance of both. I often see us add fire to fire caused by the defense from one story to another, a never-ending ping-pong game of pain and misunderstanding, while all along we are blinded to the fact that we are both feeling pain. Do we not feel the same? No one story worse than the other, nor should it be compared as so. But that is our nature, to compare. And when comparing, we fight for the worser end to prove our pain is worthy. But that in itself is to get lost in the very story in which you are trying to break free from. Does it heal the earth to have different sides take turns, creating trauma for generations to come? Does it add more trauma to generations to speak of our pain and place blame on where it came from so that those on the side of blame feel guilt? 
guilt which is then built into their future generations? Is the goal to create guilt or pain for the opposer, and therefore more trauma for those next to come? Is the answer for someone to just not feel, in hopes to cut the pain from snowballing into more? Or does the pain just become less and less on both sides until it disintegrates away? Is the point to have continuous pain? Is the pain a reaction to karma? Once one becomes more and more free of their karma, are they to feel less pain through the awareness of their responses? Which perhaps in the eyes of some now means they are heartless. Heartless to not buy into the story of another's trauma because they dismiss it in order to not fall back into the pattern of a new story for themselves. A story in which they have just learned to break free from. All this I ponder. And I'm now aware that the mere thought of this has now engulfed me into a new story which could evolve into trauma for my kin and blood. So I choose to stop, to disconnect, to just be, because I find more happiness in this perspective. And perhaps I am quick to feel guilt upon hearing the stories of others. Perhaps I am quick to feel judgment because I fit the mold of one side that is at blame. But whoever said I have to internalize the pain of others? Who said I have to feel guilty for others' trauma? Perhaps there is a way to acknowledge the pain of myself and others and not become attached, but just notice. This perspective may then lead to the idea that there is no good or bad, there just is. I wonder what it would be like if we could all just be. So, that was deep and vague, but also maybe not. (laughs) And this is my response after a week of internal struggle I've been fighting with. See, when we go through emotional trauma, we are entitled to our feelings, but we have to be careful not to fall into the drama of the trauma. (laughs) I'm going to coin that term if it's not already out there. The drama of the trauma. There is no time frame for how fast or how slow you will come out of your trauma. And however long it takes for you is perfect. But as I started to get into last week, if you're struggling in your story, it might benefit you to back up and see what kind of gift or opportunity the story is giving you. As I just read, this moment of pain I had gave me the gift to realize that people will always have opposing opinions, probably as long as this earth spins. But to place yourself on the defensive end of one side is not healing for you or the situation. I often think in society, as we fight for our rights and we fight for our privilege, which is extremely important, we must remember not to lose ourselves in the process. Let us speak our truth while listening to the opposing sides. Often, there is something to learn from both ends, even if we think we are in the right. And what I think you'll mostly find is both sides usually think they're in the right. Both sides usually think they're being helpful. But by only being on one side, you might see that you are in fact reacting and causing more division to the problem itself. There is a quote I read, um, and I cannot remember where I heard it from. It was probably... Jagi Vasudev, who I quoted last week because I am always listening to him. But the quote is, you can be going through the most horrible situations. Either you can come out of that experience as a better human being or a horrible mess. So whenever something hurts you, there are two options. 
you can either become wounded or wise. These are the choices. And sometimes what I see is we think we are being wise by responding to the nonsense. And by nonsense, I mean other people's reactions, not the problem itself. And we think we are wiser because what we have to say is more important than what they have to say. Because we are right. But once you say you are right, that instantly means the opposing side is wrong. And who are we to tell somebody that their truth is wrong? It's their truth. It's for them. And it is their right. And so here lies the problem. You see, the answer is usually in the middle. It's always a balance. It's always a little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little bit of in, a little bit of out. Have emotions, yes. But don't let those emotions make your decisions. Don't let your emotions create your words. During this mini story I had, I began to get lost in others' perspectives. And there were a couple of moments where I felt like a victim. And uh, that didn't suit me. Then I realized others' perspectives are not always for me. It's for them. And I can recenter myself by asking, does this serve me? And Here's the challenge, because sometimes you think something might not be serving you, when in the bigger picture, it really is. Maybe we need to slow down and take a look at ourselves. Maybe we need to hear others' perspectives, even if it hurts, or even if it doesn't feel right. Sometimes we need to put ourselves in other people's shoes, because it gives us an opportunity to expand, and it teaches us compassion. And it's healthy for us to be challenged. It's healthy for us to question our beliefs. Let me say that again. It is healthy for us to question our own beliefs. But sometimes, maybe it will not serve you to hear others' opinions. Life is a beautiful push and pull of duality. And the answer is balance. And being able to center yourself in the chaos of the push and pull. See it all in front of you and then find your place. Make your stance, but from a place of love, not reaction. If you feel your gears start turning and your heart start pumping on an issue, slow down and listen to that in which you were about to react to. And don't just listen to respond or to make your point. Listen to understand. I challenge you to emotionally connect with what your opposer says so that you can respond thoughtfully. The goal of listening should be to understand and it takes effort. It's an art form. There is a book by Kate Murphy and it's called You Are Not Listening. And it's funny because she talks about how in schools we have debate teams and courses in persuasion, but rarely if ever are we taught careful listening. And she says, in society, value is placed on what you project, not what you absorb. And it's funny, a few weeks prior to me having this victimizing moment, I forgot I had recently channeled something about all of the worldly chaos going on. And I mean, with or without my personal conflict, you can feel the tension in society. And it's not that our world has never seen this before. It's just with technology being such a big part of our lives, Issues and opinions spread fast. And as a result, our reactions spread fast. And 
somewhere in the middle of all this, we have become careless with the way we respond. We are responding to serve our egos, not our hearts. So what spirit shared with me is this. Progress is nothing without regression. We are scared of regression. Therefore, as it happens, we forget that it is all part of the process. At times, we must move back by bringing traumas to the surface. For you cannot remove a trauma by covering it up with new foundation. You must acknowledge the trauma in order to release it. This is what you see happening in the world. We are releasing traumas by bringing them to the surface. Do not be fearful of what arises, for it must in order to progress. As a collective, if we understand this, it will help raise the vibration of the earth, thus creating a more supportive environment for our traumas to be released. Understanding and kindness during this time is crucial, for those who cause and those who react are hurt. And giving anger to those who are hurt is no way to heal and move forward. We must give those who are hurt love. And what this looks like is to give love to those who are angry. Give love to those who are hurtful, for they know not how to release their trauma. Do not forget we are brothers and sisters. Our appearance matters not. To quarrel with others is to quarrel with yourself. To hate others is to only hate yourself. To disagree is fine, but to send energy of anger and hatred is only to send it back to yourself. For what you think of others is only a reflection of you. See the good in others, even if they send you hate. Your reflection will then be much more pleasant to look at. So I think we should let that sink in. Um, If you have to pause, please do so, because I have to keep talking. (laughs) But really, I think what we forget or what we have yet to learn is that we are all part of each other. And the sooner we can realize this, the sooner we can start producing compassion for one another. I want you to try something. Think of who it is you feel is on the opposing side of your pain. And I want you to thank them. Thank them for helping shape you. Because without them, you would not know what you now know today. And you would not be as strong as you now are today. And without them, you would not have the experience nor the opportunity of growth that you now have today. So please thank them. Thank them for giving you the opportunity to learn what it means to truly love. And in thanking them, any energy that is holding you back can now be released. And once released, we can start to heal. And once one of us starts to heal, we all start to heal. So in addition to this, um, there was another question I had where I recently asked Spirit to teach me how we are all connected. And this is what I got. It is through symbiotic relationships in which we grow. To confine ourselves and our mindset is only to prohibit our growth. We must uplift each other and see within us each other's gifts. To not would be the repetitive downfall of our society. Have we not learned from our history, or is it to continuously repeat itself? We must stand, fight for our individuality while seeing and cherishing the viewpoints of our brothers and sisters. Through open hearts, may we inspire and uplift. Controversy will run its course, 
stay true to yourself and you cannot fall. For those who are authentic to themselves will thrive. Those who are lost will be at the mercy of the trap performed by greed. Now is the time for us to master or become victim to defeat. Through storms come rebirth, for there cannot be birth without the storm. This is important for us to remember, as many storms are yet to come. Find the light through understanding conflict is but a step to propel love throughout. We have forgotten our path, which results in confusion and chaos. But to remember, what a gift. Once recognized, this understanding can act as a tool, a tool that can be used to disintegrate the veil, which is a figment of our thoughts created by our conditioning. If we start to trust and work within, we may be more aware. Sometimes we are placed in the storm to show us life and encourage those around us to reform. If not placed in the storm, would we inspire to the same extent? When we bring our choices back to intention, we can see our stance. Evaluating our stance shows us where we fall on the scale of compassion and ego. The rain will never stop for it is needed to grow. Will you let it run you out or soak it in? The choice is yours. So, moving forward from this moment, I think it would benefit us all to remember to stay open to one another and come from a place of understanding. How beautiful would it be if we could all speak our beliefs and we could find comparisons and find differences and then speak about those differences with understanding for one another? Because that is how we grow. And that is beautiful. So if you enjoyed this episode, please use it to inspire those around you. And I will see you next week on In a Spiritual Sense. For those looking to connect further, please feel free to send emails to info at inaspiritualsense.com or hit me up on Instagram at spiagno, that is S-P-I-A-G-N-O where you can find weekly inspiration and updates. I look forward to connecting with you.